Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. That's right. Let's get to it. Except again, this month, you'd think Crystal would have this figured out. She only does one podcast a month on the first Friday of every month. But as she went to get logged in again today, through her wonderful equipment and her amazing microphone that makes her sound good, nothing would connect. This happened last time. You'd think Crystal maybe would get on like a half an hour early and figured this stuff out. But no, no, no. So in any case, if you're hearing my voice and thinking, it sounds like she's talking on a telephone, you're right. She is talking on a telephone. But that doesn't matter. We're here, and we have some amazing women who have called into our private conference line looking to do some anonymous coaching with me today, and I always love being able to offer this. So if you're listening for the first time and you're thinking, I would love to do some empowerment coaching with Crystal free of charge, just mark your calendar for the first Friday of every month at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we'll send you the private uh, login information. You can either call in right on your computer or your your um, laptop or uh, through your telephone. We have local uh, local line numbers so that you don't have to call long distance from about 25 countries around the world. And even if we don't have that local number for you, you can always just call right in through the web. So I always love being able to support women. For those of you, again, that don't know me, my name is Crystal Andrews Morissette. I'm the founder of the SWAT Institute, Simply Woman Accredited Trainer. We're uh, the number one empowerment coaching certification in the world for women. I always think that's so exciting because I've never paid for a Google ad. And when I go on Google and I people, I always say, how did you find us? And they say, well, I just Googled empowerment and women's empowerment and empowerment coaching and you guys were like right up at the top, so we lo- I looked into it, and that always excites me because it it helps me to see like we really are such a small world, and it doesn't matter what country you live in. What you're going to come to realize is that women from around the world we are more alike than we are different. We want the same things. We want to live with joy and peace of mind and love. We want to be able to, you know, have happy, healthy homes. We want to have a safe place to lay our head at night and a safe place for our children. We want to um, empower our families. We want to empower our communities. And it, it really is us women that are going to heal the world. You might not have heard me tell this story for a while, uh, but it, it really was back in 2009. Hard to believe now it's been 11 years. And I already had plans to build the SWAT Institute, Simply Woman Accredited Trainer. Yes, we're the new special weapons and tactical. And yes, we're going to heal the world one woman at a time because there's such a ripple effect when one woman is more empowered and is more confident and uh, is able to be reasonable and make really uh, great choices and decisions for herself and for her loved ones. That really is how we heal the world. But it was back in 2009 that uh, the Dalai Lama came to a sold-out peace summit in Vancouver, Canada, and he said, the Western woman is going to heal the world. And 
it did create a bit of a ruckus, but I remember hearing that. And you'll often hear me when I'm coaching someone say, oh, there's a laugh of truth. Or sometimes someone just spontaneously begins to cry. And that's what happened to me when I first heard it. It was like spontaneous tears of truth. And I would say, that's that's your laugh of truth. Those are your tears of truth. And when you have that spontaneous little giggle, when I might be saying something to you coaching, or out of nowhere you just feel tears spring into your eyes and you think, what's going on? Why am I crying? Like, it's really your spirit. It's your higher self. It's your greatest self. Some may call it your soul. Whatever it is, it's that part of you inside of you that says, oh, this is exactly, this aligns as truth to me. This feels right. This is where I need to go. You got it. You nailed it. Or, you know, even when you're hearing a comedian sometimes, and comedians, really, what does a comedian do? They take real-life scenarios, and they just, just exaggerate it just a little bit more, and it makes us all really laugh, and it allows us to look at ourselves and laugh at ourselves without feeling defensive or getting angry. And, and so that's uh, that's sort of sometimes when I'm coaching someone, I mean, it's great when they have the, the laugh of truth because it's a little easier and they can have a little laugh at themselves. But just as powerfully as when we have those tears of truth and we realize, wow, there's more for me. And when I heard the Dalai Lama say, the Western woman is going to heal the world, at that point I was just releasing my third book with Hay House Publishing called Simply Empowered. I'd already done Simply Dot 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 Woman. I had done Transcendent Beauty. And I was just releasing Simply Empowered. And I knew in that moment it was time for me to create a school, an institution, an institute that we could um, take online and that we could give women from around the world access to these extremely powerful processes and interventions that I had sort of coined and created and honed and and done so much practicing with my own clients for a good 10 years that I thought it's time. And I reached out to my mentor, uh, Louise Hay, and she's she's passed now. But I said to her, I want to build this school, and I want to make it the Harvard of all coaching schools, and I want it to be only for women, not because it's anti-man, but because we women need a safe place to come together, to engage, to be more educated in terms of what it means to be empowered, to understand consciousness, to understand our emotions, to understand how different emotions resonate at different frequencies. That can seem a little woo-woo, although it's actually scientific. When we start to understand that emotions have an energy to them, just like thoughts have an energy to them. And we as people give off energy. Well, those emotions give off and create energy. And those, those energies are not bad or good, but they can certainly feel better or worse inside the body. And we know that emotions that resonate slower, literally, energetically, they're just not, they're not vibing as fast, those emotions that just feel slower and heavier, the Map of Consciousness, designed by Dr. David Hawkins, another one of the books that we use, another Hay House author, actually, uh, that Louise Hay uh, did his book, uh, Power Versus Force, was able to k- kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, correlate emotions 
with almost an energetic frequency. And even if you don't buy into the energetic frequency stuff, even if that just feels like, oh, I don't know. If I, we all know that certain emotions feel heavier when we feel them. When we feel shame about something, when we feel ashamed, embarrassed, humiliated, um, God, that is just one of the heaviest, worst feelings to carry around inside. And, you know, one of the things that, that I learned, actually, from our professor of coaching, Isabella Viscopova, once I'd, I'd already understood this and built our first program, our master program, and Isabella came in, she's a lawyer, and she's a, a master's degree in psychology, she came in, did the program, and said, I need to work for you. In any case, uh, Isabella helped to, to, helped us put together our personal empowerment coach certification. I know I'm all over the place. Uh, but one of the things that was so amazing is that she was able to teach our students and me that some of those low, really low, we're going to call them low, heavy emotions like shame and guilt are not actually inborn emotions in humans. Those are socially taught emotions. When when a parent or a grandparent or a teacher or an authority figure shames us, whether it's that we've actually been abused and now we carry a story that who I am is no good, or we have a parent that guilts us. Oh, if you loved mummy, you would learn to go poo-poo in the potty. I know I'm being, but oh, you're, and we feel shame and guilt are not actually inborn emotions. These are learned emotions. These are taught to us. So imagine that we can actually start to recognize and, and re, yeah, recognize and acknowledge the feelings or the emotions that we're carrying inside, and that rather than shaming them, we begin to understand them, and we start to climb almost higher in not only our emotions, but energetically. We start to we start to climb a little higher. I don't, I, yeah, like let's work through that guilt story and like who do we blame for that story? And then we can lift higher. There's sorrow that we would need to express to let go of that shame story. And there's some grieving. And that allows us to move into maybe the fear of like, well, who would I be if I didn't carry that story? And any case, this is what empowerment work is all about. It's recognizing where someone is resonating, not because they're a bad person at all, but that we have the full range of emotions inside of us, but that we get to choose how we are going to look at and view and experience a situation. That's empowering. When you start to explain, especially to a woman, wait, you don't have to keep seeing yourself or this problem through those lenses. You know, there is a different way of looking at this. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Funny enough, how many people think that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change came from Wayne Dyer? Well, it did come from Wayne Dyer, but I'm going to tell you something. Wayne was dating a young woman many years ago. Her name was Ellen. And Ellen was the one that actually used to say all the time, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it was pretty amazing when we started hearing Wayne Dyer on the stage saying, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And Ellen would giggle and say, he got that from me. Well, in any case, uh, Wayne has passed on now, and Wayne was another great mentor to me and a friend. And uh, so I know that we're doing really important work in the world. Um, our school is now in its 11th year. Uh, we're doing better than ever, and we are now in over 45 countries empowering women. And um, 
and 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 uniting women and that that is supercharging for me we need women to unite and come together and have safe places to do the work to heal the wounds so that we can go out in the world and not project and not be the wounded healer and not carry stories under the surface that are still disempowering us or pulling us down or causing us to look at other people or situations through lenses that aren't necessarily accurate. So as we climb higher in our perspective, we begin to look at things through the lenses of neutrality and willingness. You know that great saying where there's a will, there's a way. We're able to be more accepting. You know that beautiful serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, and the courage to change the things I can. We start to realize where courage and acceptance fall on the map of consciousness. It allows us to become more reasonable, which allows us to move into a more loving energy, and we start having fun. That's where the good stuff happens, when you're resonating in some self-love and a love of, 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 of mankind, where we stop seeing the world as a hostile place. Yes, there are hostile people in the world, but the world is not inherently hostile. The world is a friendly world. Um, And that's what empowerment is all about. So today I would love to do some coaching. Um, I know we have a small group of ladies that are in the vault, as I call it, on the conference line. So if anyone would like to do some coaching with me today, all you have to do is press star 2 on your keypad. That will put you in the queue. Uh, We have one hand that's up right now, so I'm going to go straight to the phone lines and, and open it up. Hello, how are you? I think it's Robin. Me, okay. <laughs> is it going to be Robin? Like, are you talking to me? Yeah. It's Robin. Is, is it Robin? I was going to say, like, is it Robin or are you going to have a different name? Because you can take any name you want. <laughs> hmm, let's see. I would say uh, Cinnamon today. Uh, okay, Cinnamon. I love it. Okay, Cinnamon, talk to me. What's going well, on? Well, I – honestly, that's a good question. I, I've been sitting here thinking – uh, what do I want to, what am I trying to figure out here? And yeah. um, I think it's apparent that I don't, I don't have a lot of clarity Yeah. because I don't even really know what, um, what I need clarity on. I feel, I feel like I'm stuck when it comes to um, more of the business aspect of what I do. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think I have issues with money just from the times I've listened to you throughout you know, um, sessions and, and our chat. So I feel like something's holding me back and I just don't know what that is. Okay, great. But here's interesting. I, I, when someone's talking and, and Robin, you're a, you're a graduate now, you're an, you're a certified empowerment coach. Um, congratulations. Um, I know. Amazing. So I, what I do when someone's Uh, when I'm coaching someone, and it's something I recommend you do, is I don't use a computer or a keypad to, like, type in what they're saying because I don't want them to think I'm distracted. But I always just have a pen Mm -hmm. and paper, and I just start to jot down word for word what my Mm -hmm. client says. And you started off by saying, I think it's apparent that I don't have clarity. That's like an oxymoron right in itself. (laughs) It's apparent. (laughs) It's apparent. (laughs) I clearly have clarity that I don't have clarity. Thank you. <laughs> yes, okay. So I think it's apparent that so I true. don't have clarity. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. I'm holding on. And I think mm-hmm. I might have issues with money. 
So, the, so those mm-hmm. are some of the things that are coming up. But you also decided to be cinnamon today. So I have a funny feeling cinnamon is daughter energy, and she has issues with money. Ooh, Ooh I love that. Good one. There's mm-hmm. a good one. Look how quick she pulled that one out. So when Robin is resonating as cinnamon, cinnamon isn't so good with money because cinnamon is your charming daughter energy. She's mm-hmm. your charmer. Cinnamon is the damsel in distress. Cinnamon is sexy, I already can tell. Cinnamon is a hottie tamale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, so how does cinnamon make a living? (laughs) I'm just wondering, you know, with the name cinnamon. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I retired from the poll. I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry. I'm being honoring. I'm being, I am being a daughter energy. I'm being very playful because I feel playful today. I have a hot day with my husband tonight. I'm really excited. It's fun to have fun. But yes. do you recognize right um, away that when you can see that, like, um, that cinnamon, and I love that you gave her an archetype because we all have these different archetypes. I actually have, I, mm-hmm. I could give all my different archetypes different names too. Like my troublemaker is Nellie Olson. Mm-hmm. You remember Little House on the Prairie? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. troublemaker, <laughs> Nellie Olson. So my charmer it. is probably Pamela Anderson and back Ooh. when she was on Baywatch. And my warrior is Zena. Do you remember Zena? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love Zena. She's my warrior. I'm a Zena. Well, your warrior is Zena, but your charmer is cinnamon. Um, But they're all your daughter energy. That's all daughter energy, right? So daughter energy is like fun and playful, and she knows there's this really great life out there, and she wants it, but she just doesn't know how to get it. And she feels scared. And she feels like like she doesn't have clarity, and she doesn't, and she has issues with money, and she's late a lot, and she's inconsistent, and she's on fire, and then she's cold as ice, and that's not just a robin thing. That's not a cinnamon thing. That's a universal thing. So you can be gentler with yourself and realize, I have daughter energy too, and when daughter energy is in charge of my finances. I don't want to open up the mail and look at bills. I will let the bills pile up. I mean, that hasn't happened in 12 years since I got married. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, my cinnamon was in charge of my finances. Um, yeah. Although woman energy was running my business, sometimes cinnamon was in charge of finances. So, okay. And then mother energy, if you were to imagine the uh, the other side of you, Robin, so you got cinnamon, mm-hmm. But who's your mother energy? What what are we going to call her? Let's just have some fun with this because you're feeling playful today. When you're when you're overworked, very responsible, very a motherly, very caretaker comes up, takes over. Does she take over often, or is she a little bit yeah. more dormant than cinnamon? Oh uh, no, she takes. She can take over. I would say Cleopatra. Cleopatra. And I'm she's, strong and I'm bold and I'm powerful and I. So I'm feeling like Cleopatra is your woman like energy. I'm, I'm woman energy. <laughs> I feel like Robin is Cleopatra. Uh, yeah, maybe she is my woman. Okay. Okay. So let's think. You got cinnamon, Cleopatra. Okay. We're gonna have to uh, give mother maybe, energy a maybe, C. I don't know. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Mama Robin. Let's just say Mama Robin. Mama Robin. Okay. So when Mama Robin is in charge. Mama Robin. Did I just say Hillary Clinton? I can't believe I just said it. Well, I was just looking at C's. Cinnamon, <laughs> Cleopatra, and Clinton. Um, Mama Robin. 
So when Mama Robin Mama is Robin. in charge, let's just talk about her for a minute so that you can start to see we all have these different personas. And the secret to really stepping into your woman energy and allowing Cleopatra to run the show, let's just imagine it's your Cleopatra, is your woman energy. Let's just have fun with this. We would actually have to get to know and love Cinnamon and understand why she comes out, why is she there, what does she need from you, why is she not letting Cleopatra run the show, and um, why does she go back and forth between Cinnamon and Rama Robin? Why is it either Mother Robin in charge or Cinnamon in charge? Like, how often is Cleopatra in charge? I hope people get this. Like, anyone that's listening to us for the first time might just be like, these women are crazy. What the hell are they talking about? But let's just go with it. So tell me about your Mama Robin. Well, Mama Robin is very responsible. Um, I'm very nurturing. Uh, We hosted all week long. We had um, friends in from out of state, and so we had several friends over um, throughout the week and we, I don't have any small children. I have grandchildren, um, but they all have small children. I was a young mom. Mm-hmm. So here I'm mother Robin. I'm exhausted. Mother, yep. mama Robin is tired. Yeah. Um, but I'm always, you know, the constantly giving up versus of myself. I kind of yep. fall into that yep. taking on the responsibility of everyone. Yeah. So, but I'm nurturing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on top of it. Yeah. Um, I am, I become, I'm the wallflower. I'm, you know, and you're the hostess um, even. with the mostest. And I am the hostess with the mostest. And I, you know, I'm, I had to, but I was able to realize that like, okay, wait a minute here. I need to, I need to chill out a little bit and quit because yeah. I was exhausted. So here's and I what's become, interesting. I noticed uh-huh. because I have a little eye on things and it's not like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like looking at all my students. I couldn't possibly because we have, I have thousands of students, but I happen to notice you on Facebook yesterday, after our partner call, I noticed you went on Facebook and said, I'm taking a sabbatical from Facebook for four days. Yeah, from my phone. And mm-hmm. I instantly thought, mm, something clicked with her on this call, that it's time for her mm-hmm. to really get focused on herself, her business, yeah. her dreams, yeah. her needs. I yeah. felt it. So, so interestingly that you right. came on today, because I actually made a mental note of Robin is going to set some boundaries and I went back and forth that I I I needed to be on this is different this is for me good I'm so glad this is different of course I'm not I'm I'm seeing that and I'm seeing that yeah what that showed me was when someone goes on Facebook and says I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk it out loud in, in my brain I've never said this out loud to anyone but when someone goes on social media and announces to the world I'm not going to be on here for four days that's also um, that's a little bit of daughter energy kind of coming in to try to rescue you. It's like your mother energy would never write that, by the way. Your mother energy would never yeah. want to alarm anybody. Your mother energy is the wallflower. She wouldn't want anyone to know, by the way, I'm going away for four days. <laughs> <laughs> your wallflower, your mother energy would just blend into the background, not post a damn thing. Not even think anyone would need to know that she's going to be gone for four days because who notices her anyways? All she does is take care of other people. True. Right? So Mama Mama Robin was nurturing all week, and that was a little Uh bit of a – this is between us, by the way. This is just in our private little vault. This is me being acutely aware and maybe wrong, okay? So what I feel like is maybe that was a little message to everybody that you hosted all week. I'm exhausted. It is. 
Here's Stop exactly you right. letting everyone know who was at your house all effing week with their little yeah. kids when you don't even have little kids. Who Leave you me were. alone. Yeah, that was your way of saying, <laughs> I overgave this week, guys, and you're not even going to hear from me for four days. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was you going between Mama Robin and then Cinnamon stepped in and said, fuck this shit. You know what? You're going online for four days. You are going to go get your nails done. You are going to go and have a massage. You are. And you... I scheduled one. See that? Tomorrow. See that? <laughs> See how much I picked up on that all from one yeah. little post on social Ooh, media? I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did. I, I picked all of that up in one sentence. My husband always says to me, do you ever not over-process? I go, it's really not over-processing. It's like, it's it's so easy for me to do that. I just pick up everything yeah. when I see things. So uh-huh. so what's happened is mama overgave. Uh-huh. Mama overgave. And I've done that a lot. Of course you throughout do. Throughout these I last can see that. years. I can actually see that on your social media without you realizing. You either are like Cinnamon or Mama Robin. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I can see that. But don't, there's no judgment in that because at least you allow Cinnamon to step in. I mean, at least Cinnamon is like, shut the front door. No one's yeah. coming over for four days. <laughs> but at least yeah. you have her because some women, Robin, just let Mama Robin run the show until they have a nervous breakdown. And they don't mm-hmm. schedule off and they don't go get that massage. And they don't. So try to see Cinnamon as as much as she has issues with money, and she does, um, and as much as she uh, doesn't have clarity, what she is for you is she's your Xena. She is your she's your daughter. She's your Xena that's going to come in like a warrior, and she's going to say, "I need to protect Robin now." You're right. I got. I believe I got my answer. I I think it. Not think. I need to quit saying that. I I've no, known it the whole entire time. Yeah, of I, course I, you did. Of course you did. But isn't it great when you've been someone, fooled? Yes. Tell yeah. me what you just got. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what you're seeing. Tell me what you're feeling. Oh, on. I've just allowed myself to be pulled in many directions of taking yeah. care of others. You know, yeah. I have adult children with children and just, you know, how life happens and yeah. they need a car repaired. And it's just, there's a lot of shit. I it feel just like feels like it's never ending. Yes. Yeah. And so to answer your question about what I do to make a living. So I recently just got out of a partnership. I've owned a medical spa and uh, we specialize in hormone therapy for men and women. I specialize in women's health. Um, And so I recently got got out of that partnership. That was my main full-time job, but I I worked that job like a, like a workhorse. I was so exhausted and not being able to focus on, because I recently graduated with my PhD and metaphysical science. So I actually work with a team of specialists like physicians, psychiatrists um, locally and globally um, to help, you know, patients that like who have rare autoimmune disorders or Incredible. if they can't find a reason, if you will. Incredible. There's Cleopatra talking. Yes, that's what I, that's what I do. But my, however, my stuck, I, first of all, so the medical spa was already established. It was with a, a friend who I worked for for many years, um, basically doing, you know, all the uh, like metal, medical assistance stuff, like injections and that kind of stuff for yeah, patients, yeah. Being patients. But, um, and then got into business and ultimately ended up being, she needed to borrow money more so than needing a partner because it was mm. established for several yeah. years already. Yeah. However, I realized I, I don't, 
I don't need, I don't want to own a medical spa. That's not who I am. Yeah. And matter of fact, I want to work from anywhere. I want to reach the world and, yeah. and teach the world yeah. and work from wherever I want to work from that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm free. I'm a very free spirit that way. Yeah. Um, and so I know I don't ever want to work for anybody ever again in that, but like that. Yeah, in a bl- bricks that, and mortar, in a bricks and mortar. Yes. Thank yeah. you. So, um, but my stuckness also is, I, I'm kind of, I want to, I want to be able to, to take my gifts and my skills and my education and my knowledge and my life experiences, because that's how I even got on this path was my own personal experience. They say the best practitioners ones, you know, the ones who lived it. So, you know, with autoimmune disorders, those things, I had health issues several years ago, but got me onto this journey. And my passion is to truly help empower women. And I feel when you empower women, that's how women become healthy. Autoimmune disorders are very mysterious. And it's because of where they resonate emotionally, the lower levels of emotions that you taught me many years ago and throughout the years. I think that um, sometimes those women, they resonate so low because you're dealing with illness. Yeah. And I don't want to necessarily deal with that anymore, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I want to, my demographics, I want to raise. Yeah. And I don't know if that sounds bad. Not at all. But listen, I, I'm just what trying I'm to figure out is, where my. Yeah, it's okay. Listen, listen, here's, I'm going to just, I've just took all that in and I'm, what I'm going to mirror back to is this. You're a brilliant woman. You have a lot of gifts and talents. You have tremendous amounts of love and care mm-hmm. and um you had an autoimmune disorder i'm hearing you say and i don't know that but you yes. had your mm-hmm. own autoimmune disorder and i'll be and honest I with you i love the word that you just chose and i love the way you were beginning to describe for a lot of women that autoimmune disorders are mysterious and a lot of women are. are so frustrated because they go to their family doctor or they go mm-hmm. to the traditional route and they're just told things like you know there's no explanation for this or it's in your head or um i really don't know what to tell you or it's just mm-hmm. that over you have fibromyalgia i'm like there's just this sort of this broad thing this stroke that too many doctors have done to women and i i'm 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 not going to judge them and say they're low resonating but gosh when it comes to that illness they'd have to be low resonating because and that's what was, i learned in school yeah, that, when it comes to that yeah. illness, I'm not saying when it comes to their joy or their love or their no, children. Or no. their, but when you're no. ill like that, there's a great saying, and I put it in some of my books, and it came from a woman. I forget her name in this moment, but um, your body is your vehicle for being. Um, mm-hmm. Diana, I forget her name. Your body is your vehicle for being, for living, for loving, for working, for playing. And if it doesn't work, it's fairly certain that nothing in your life will work properly either. And it just, you, nothing in your work life can work full spectrum when you're dealing with um, an illness, and especially one that's a mysterious illness. Right? So what I'm hearing you say is, I'm not struggling with that anymore. And for many years, that was my my we teach what we need to learn and you've you did it so i'm Mm -hmm. going to tell you something and not to make you feel like because i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that 
when I first got started, I worked in the health and fitness industry, and mm-hmm. I was a fitness girl. And but I just followed in my mother's footsteps. That's the truth. I wouldn't have. I really don't think that would have ever been my route. But my mother owned a health club. She was struggling when I was a teenager. Um, I got a scholarship to university, but she also said, you know, why don't you just come work here and you can run my gym. And I, it's, mm-hmm. whatever she, education wasn't important in my family, no one even understood. My parents didn't get more than a grade nine education. So just education was not important, but being an entrepreneur and making money was where it was at. And right or wrong, who cares, I made the choice to follow with my mom, and I got into the health club industry. And I've been wildly successful. I was wildly successful. Uh, at 25, I got pregnant. I was married at 21. At 25, I got pregnant, and I gained over 100 pounds. And suddenly, all I wanted to do was help all the overweight women in the world. I understood that weight gain was so much more than eating potato chips. It was my protection. It was I never want to be sexually abused or raped or assaulted ever again. I also had a mother that was so... Oh, my God, she competed in, like, ten bodybuilding shows a year, obsessed with herself, her looks, her body, being thin, being ripped, being the most beautiful being. And I knew the detriment that did to me as a little girl and as a teenage girl growing up and seeing a mother consumed with how she looked. And I think I had all these decisions so quickly. It was like, oh, my God, my weight is not about eating. My weight is about protection. It's about being a good mom. Mm -hmm. It's about... So you got to imagine for 10 years, that became my, I wrote my first book, Simply Woman, the 12-week Body, Mind, Soul program, and it helped, and it was number one for the, for the first year every week okay. I was in the top 10. And, but you got to realize, I had the same thing, I hit a certain point where I thought, I, I'm so much more than this now. I want to empower women emotionally. It's not about weight. That could be an autoimmune disorder. That could be a... That could be there, hormonal. That could be, it could be a million yeah. of different things. And I thought I want to empower women. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. And so I hey, started rising. And I, I, if someone came to me now and said, "I know you're a nutritionist. Could you help me lose weight?" I would say, "I am a nutritionist. I'm not a practicing mm-hmm. nutritionist. It would. It's all still there. It's all like right at your fingertips because when you've yeah. studied something for that long, but." I have no desire to talk to you about calories or nutrition right. or I have zero desire to talk about weight anymore. So I don't want to work with those. And I don't mean I don't want to work with the women. I don't want to talk about body fat anymore because it's not about that. So what I'm hearing yeah. you say, I just don't want to work in a medical spa with women. I don't want to talk about the disease. I don't want to talk about disease anymore. I got why I was like that. Like, I actually intentionally gained weight to say, oh, my God, I can still love myself even if I'm not ripped. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God, I can love myself even if I have a nice little little belly on me that I can rub and cuddle and say, you're so cute. So I'm hearing (laughs) what I'm hearing you say is I'm ready for something bigger. I am. I I don't want to have to hide anymore. I feel like I hide because that's something else too. I didn't really have a voice, even though if I knew something wasn't right. Um, and that stems back from childhood, just the recognition or being acknowledged, those kind of things. And I yeah. know that, but it was just not being able to have a, a voice. Yeah. And I don't, I don't ever want to be, I will never put myself in a position or situation where I don't have a voice. Anymore. Yeah. And probably on some level you started, excuse me, you started off in that medical spa as an employee. 
And then mm-hmm. you realize mm-hmm. that, um, what she, I hate to say it this way, I don't mean it to sound callous, but what she really wanted was money. She wanted an she investor. Wanted, no, you're right. And exactly so when you came in, you realized, oh, my God, like uh, nothing's really changed. I still work for you, but I've given you my money. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, and I started my, I had my own online practice at that time called Root Cause. Right. I have it, however. You put all that, all your energy, your time, and you use the word workhorse. I was, I was a workhorse. When someone's the workhorse, that sucks Mm -hmm. shit. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to be anyone's workhorse. I don't want to be anyone's workhorse. I am no one's workhorse. I am not a horse. I am not your worker. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You don't get to sit on yeah. my back. Well, I I carry you through it. No, 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 no. I ain't your horse. <laughs> like yeah. I need my own horse. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like yeah. no. So what I'm hearing you say is, I, I actually loved. Again, I'm going to go back to seeing those four days I'm taking off. You know what I thought to myself? This is Robin doing some real self discovery and awareness again, um, reflecting on like what do I love. What's going to excite me? Because, Robin, I'm going to tell you something. Anything that you decide to do, you could turn to gold. So when you say I have issues with money, let's go back to the very top thing at the top of the hour. I have issues with money. Mm-hmm. Let's break that down and say, do you really have issues with money or was it maybe issues with self-esteem? Was it issues, issues with, with self-esteem? There you go. And, and my, when we my, have issues with self-esteem, yeah. it shows up in money. It shows up in not being seen. It shows up in being the workhorse. It shows up in thinking you have to prove yourself. If I do enough, I'll be enough. And I'm not worthy of money, and I'm not worthy of a nice, big, cushy bank account that gives me safety and security. I haven't actually realized that that's my birthright. Yeah. So I forget. We forget you forget ourselves those things. Uh-huh. Yeah, you you've forgotten and you've actually mm-hmm. thought your job was either to be the hostess of the mostest, the perfectionist, the perfect woman or sexy cinnamon. And there is a place mm-hmm. in between those that's actually the true you. Whether she's Cleopatra or whether she's Robin, the true you is a balance between you're always going to be sexy. That's just going to be you, Robin. You're always going to be a showstopper. It's time that you feel really comfortable in knowing that and realizing that there are going to be some women that aren't going to like you for the way you look. Um, and there's and don't worry about that because you, you're gorgeous and beautiful and sexy and that's part of you. And that's what you chose and what you want. And that's the persona. It's like with me. I sometimes, you know, put up a picture on Facebook and I'm like, I'm looking sexy. And my women out there don't realize how sexy I actually am in my personal life. Because I also yeah. give off a persona of, I think, more Mama Robin than Cinnamon. But you better believe cinnamon's pretty strong in me too. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I do. <laughs> and I had to really make peace with that too to realize, like, okay, I might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I got to be my own cup of tea. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening for you. You're stepping into your power on a deeper level now. You've graduated. You have a PhD in metaphysics. Um, you've got some pretty great stuff under your belt and some big dreams. And God gave you an exterior package that is pretty beautiful for a reason because you're meant to be seen. Thank you. You're meant to be seen. 
You, you don't want right. to be behind the scenes. You're you're ready. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the workhorse. You don't want to be the silent investor who gave up her money because her boss didn't have enough money. You came mm-hmm. to your freaking boss's rescue. That's what you did. And I knew that. I think that's what's bothering me. That's your mother I energy, though. I knew that now. But that's a balance of not high enough self-esteem, so wanting to, to, to deliver, so wanting to be a part of something, wanting to be a partner, wanting to say medical spa, all of that, wanting to please her, wanting to take mm-hmm. care, wanting to nurture. What the, it, who cares why? You know, I often say to women, they'll say, if I could just figure out the why, and I go, you're probably never going to figure out why, because there's a million yeah. dynamics. It might have been your childhood. It might have been your dad. It might have been a father wound. It might have been a mummy wound. might have just been, uh, it might just be that you were raised in a home that no one really gave you the the respect of being your own human being with a voice and intelligence. And maybe no one ever treated you with the intelligence that you have and they treated you like a Barbie doll. Maybe I don't know and it doesn't really matter. What matters is you've reached a point now at the age that you are that you realize I'm smart, I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful, I'm well-educated, I've raised my kids, I don't need babies here all for a week long. That's too much. <laughs> Right? Like, if I want some kids over, I'll have my own grandkids for a day, love them, and give them back to mommy. Exactly. Next time, you can stay in the hotel down the road and come on over for a few hours in the afternoon for a swim. But that's boundaries. It is boundaries. I have to make sure that I keep setting healthy boundaries for myself. Yeah, keep setting Mm -hmm. those healthy boundaries. And so now what does Robin want? If Robin could wave a magic wand and she could embrace and love her mama Robin, because that part of you, that mama bird, is mm-hmm. is a part of you that's so loving. You're never going to get rid of her, but she needs a break. You need to have yeah. stronger boundaries for her. And cinnamon yeah. is a part of you that likes to come out on Friday night and have a little fun with your hubby. Yes. So you're not going to want to get rid of her. Cause she's not fun. at all. I think more I want I want to have more fun and play more. Yeah. I don't I feel like there's so many serious people around me right now and I know that's a reflection of me yeah. somehow. Well no, um, it's a reflection of the world right now. And of the world, yes. It's the I world like right now. My, it's pretty serious. Like it's, it's a serious, serious energy everywhere. And but we can still be playful and fun. And that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're callous or not caring of that there's people in the world dying or there's people. You're mm-hmm. still allowed to stay up in your air, hot air balloon, floating above all the chaos and the craziness down below. Stay in your happy place. Be high-vibing, living with love mm-hmm. and joy and peace of mind. And you've got to put a bit of a plan together now. And if you're not ready for the plan, like how long ago did you sell the medical spa? Or get out of it, or whatever it is that. Um, that. Probably about, I want to say maybe, maybe six, five, six months ago. Yeah, so it's new, ago. it's fresh, and at the mm-hmm. same time, oh God, I gotta say something. That's kind of was good timing. Like, did you get out just before COVID? Yes, I did. Yeah. How? And yes, we're we're wellness, we're elected, so we were shut down for a little bit. Oh boy, you're yeah, that's good. That was good timing. So yeah. the universe kind of took care of you there. And now it is what it is. Everyone for the last five months has been in a state of turmoil and and upheaval and what's it going to look like. Not for me, I'll be honest with you, because I built an online business 
15, yeah. 20 years ago. So life has just carried on as normal. The only thing that's changed for me yeah. is I don't get to go out for dinner as often. That's my sole spoiled brat. <laughs> My cinnamon doesn't get it to go out and have fun as often as she liked before. Yeah. Uh, but I've got to tell you. It only I, affected me, by my husband lost his job, so that's oh, how it is. Well, but we've been fine. We're fine. You're fine, yeah. But that's, yeah. that's going to put pressure on. So I would say this is a time for you now to take your four days that you gave yourself. Have that massage. Go for walks outside as often as you can. Walk barefoot in the grass. Reconnect with Mother Earth. Remind yourself that you have this mama inside of you, you have this daughter inside of you, but you have this incredible, amazing woman who's ready to run the show now. And Robin gets to have her own show. It's the Robin Show. It's the Robin Show. show. And it's time for the Robin Show. And you need to start to really figure out, if I could wave a magic wand and I couldn't fail, and I didn't have to worry about anything, what is it that really lights my fire? And then let's figure out how to monetize it. Because we can monetize anything. That's the truth in life. Anything can be monetized. But why don't you first figure out what you would do if it didn't even matter about money? What would you do if it was about your fun and your I would, joy? I would teach teach women how to reach um, optimal health. Perfect. I know that 100%. I'm going to teach women how to reach optimal health. What was the name of your business that you had online? I still have it's called root cause root cause with robin because i get to the true root cause of love it element love it root cause with robin there's a tv show there's a podcast yeah there's some coaching there's a blog there's yeah uh, there's your own little magazine you do it all robin does it all with you cause with robin um right so that's how I felt. You know what? That's how I felt after I was like, I don't want to talk about calories and gluten and lactose intolerance. I want to talk about it all. I want to talk about money. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about love. I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about I want to talk about when you're an empowered woman and how you show up in the world, every area of your life improves. Mm-hmm. And part of that is yeah. your health because mm-hmm. your body is your vehicle. But like I'm hearing that you're on track and I think you're more clear than you initially thought you were. And what you mm-hmm. just have to get clarity around is how are you going to monetize Root Cause with Robin? How do you want to monetize that? What kind of programs do you want to offer? Is it a course you want to give people? Is it mini, mini modules of different things? Is it there's the health, there's the body, there's the wealth, there's the, do you want to forget wealth? Do you want to stick with Root Cause and go with emotions, mental, physical? Do we want to, like, just start dreaming right now. Have fun again with this. And what would that right. look like? And then once you start to figure out, oh, I, I want to help women, well, then why don't you get yourself a fabulous new photo shoot done? Why don't you get a gorgeous new updated website done? Why don't you put some ideas around the courses and the content? And, and you know, why don't you, like, why don't you just put yourself into, like, if you're okay financially, and I've heard you say we're okay right now, why don't you make mm-hmm. this time dedicated to, creating the next 10, 15, 20 years of your life in in a way that you can slow down, Poppy. I don't know why that just came into my head. And map it out a little bit. Right. And have some fun I do with need it. To slow down. Yeah. And okay, not so yeah. much company and not so much hosting and not so much entertaining and not so much That's being, how you need to slow down. There. Yeah, make it all about you now. Like, why don't you take say, time to say it's all about Robin. It's the Robin Show. 
I will. I, and I'm going to, and something else I've been, I went back to school in 2013 and I also did your master empowerment course in 2013. And this is right after I, I was 32 at the time and had a stroke and they didn't know why at that time. And then was diagnosed with three autoimmune disorders, which I didn't even know what they were. And I will say what's interesting because when you talk about anger and how you can people change the world off of anger. And I remember I received a letter and this is after several I mean, my husband and I, he had a lot of, a lot of money at the time. And um, so we went to every specialist under the sun, right, to figure out what was happening to me and all these torturous tests and this medication, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so I get a letter in the mail and it was, it was a surgeon coming in from either Idaho or Ohio. And, and my, I don't really remember a whole lot then. I only remember by what I read because I, yeah, I yeah, would write, yeah. my husband would write for me. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know how to read. I had to relearn how to read. I didn't wow. even know my son's name because the stroke look, affects you your brain. You've got a book inside of you. You're, you're a, I do. a crazy success story. And, the, and a, you know, so just, yeah, okay, keep going, though. So, so when I got a letter saying I was a candidate for um, this new brain surgery, it was almost, it was like going to be considered like a physical therapy for people who had Parkinson's because I was diagnosed with MS tremors, which is an early stage of Parkinson's disease, and fibromyalgia. And again, I didn't know what those things were. Yeah. My degree was in nutrition right after high school and the college, yeah. like science yeah. nutrition, right? So I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So anyway, yeah. I was so angry that yeah. I did not get, that I was not a candidate for Miss America or Harvard. So that is what, how it, I, that's the only memory that I have, how everything shifted and how I got on to okay, now I have to learn really what's happening to me because this is now obviously an inner job. So going forward, so I've actually been in school and that's something else that I I had to figure out that I learned from doing a mentorship coaching with um, one of the SWAT ladies, this wonderful woman by the name of Kim. In the very first session, we figured out that I had that not good enough wound still. And that's why you're constantly in school. Yes. So... And that's forward, why you so. have issues with money, because it's pretty hard to have a lot of I'm money always, when you're always in ah, school. You're so right. You you have to be 100% entrepreneur. You can't be 50. Well, if you think about it, there's a saying called the starving student for a reason. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that was me. So The starving student can you, be so. that person that's constantly still taking courses when they're 60. It's like you and I don't know what you're doing. Woman. I don't Stop taking on my practice. Yeah, stop taking courses. I just had my one of my clients, who's one of my SWAT students, she's just graduated last week, and she has a master's degree in social work. She mm-hmm. has worked at a hospital as like the, like on the oncology. She's literally the woman that comes in when you're losing your loved one, and she has sat with so many families, especially through COVID now, of people who are dying, and she's mm-hmm. there. But when I went through, she just graduated as our as an empath, certified empowerment coach. So we're on a coaching call uh, yesterday or the day before, Wednesday, and she says, Miss Crystal, like that's just how she talks, Charmaine, I love Charmaine, Miss mm-hmm. Crystal, she always calls me Miss Crystal, Miss Crystal, Aww. I have this other course I'm thinking of taking, like she literally is like, I go, Charmaine, <laughs> you have your Reiki master, you have, you've gone back to yeah. school and you got your, not only do you have your master's, she's gone into metaphysics, you've now got your bachelor of metaphysics, you've got yeah, your advanced way. Reiki, um, you've got your, <laughs> yeah. like, when she went through the list of courses and certifications, yeah. I said, she said, so I'm thinking about taking That's this, other. I said, absolutely uh, not, 
do not take another course until you make at least $50,000 to start paying yeah. back all the courses you're taking. Stop. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you something. My, the president of Hay House Publishing told me, when I, after I had done Transcendent Beauty, and that's a beautiful book. Like that book flowed out of yes, me in about a month. I what love a beautiful, that book. just a beautiful, beautiful. It came, came through in love. I wrote in love, and I remember meeting with um, the president of Hay House, Reed Tracy, and I said, I don't know. Like I just, I'm worried. Like I'm only a nutritionist, and just like you. I had a scholarship to university that I didn't take. I came from a family of uneducated entrepreneurs, some of them who were multimillionaires with a grade 8 education. So I had this deep shame story about being educated, and yet we all know, and I don't mean this to sound like, you know, uh, conceited, but we all know I'm very intelligent. Like, yeah. it's very obvious, Robin, you're very intelligent. But the worst thing anyone could ask me, once I got my first book deal, everywhere mm -hmm. I went, it almost was like, am I wearing a thing on my back that says, ask me where I went to school? <laughs> ask me what my education yeah. is. Because everywhere I went, people would say, and where did you get your degree? What, what do, you, oh, do you have a degree in? Or do you have your PhD? Or, and I actually contacted Reed and said, and then the, my publicist at the time said, she's just young, she was just a new young publicist with Hay House, and she said to me one day on the phone, I just really recommend like you go back to school and get your PhD. That's how you're going to get media. And I was like, I'm not going to get wow. media if I don't have, it's just really hard to get you booked on TV shows when you don't have, like, a really extensive education, they're always looking for doctors. And I was like, Reed, do I need to go back to school and get my Ph.D.? He flipped out and said, absolutely not. Do not spend any more time on any courses. You just keep writing books. I can get any doctor with any Ph.D. to back your information. You're on track. You know exactly what you're saying. You do not need a Ph.D. And... I suddenly had this level of confidence that I was like, oh, you mean I can just say I'm founder of the SWAT Institute when someone says, where did you go to school? I say, my work is featured on Oprah.com. That's what I say. So where did you go to school? Oh, did you know featured on Oprah? <laughs> That's my schooling, okay? Yeah. Like, I know what I'm doing. My life experience is my schooling. Like, I know what I'm doing, and I've read every book. And, yeah, there was a period of time I started taking courses after course after course. Stop. I couldn't take courses and make millions of dollars. I'm not going to be a starving student. I had two little girls that I needed to make sure that I gave a great life to. And I poured every bit of my heart and soul and my energy into my two daughters and my SWAT Institute. And in 2009, See, that's when I said, that's it. I will never struggle financially again. I'm done with that story. You're right. And I was the opposite. I put it all thinking I had, I was going to be somebody with a high education because you're right. You don't, I didn't have to have a PhD. I didn't have to have a master's. I didn't have to have any of that to be who I am and, and share what I love and, and do what I do. And it's not that those things aren't incredible. I I deeply right. admire people with education. But I also I think, think to myself, the intention as to why Robin, you're doing I'm going to guarantee you didn't come from a family that pushed you to become educated. No, on, on one, no, my, I have two mothers. No, one has a fifth grade education. My biological mother has a fifth grade education. There it is. 
your biological mother has a fifth grade education, and that's why that became uh-huh. a story for you, and that's why you were like, that's I'm going to exactly get a PhD. Yeah, my mother has a grade eight you. education. So it was like um, the same thing. So what I'm telling you now is if I absolutely know that I, if I had a different set of parents that would have seen that this mm-hmm. kid gets A pluses every year, all the way through, all the way up until grade 13, which we have to grade, at the time we had grade 13. This kid is so brilliant, but not one person ever said, can I see your report card? Or what are you planning on doing after? What university are you going to? If I had a different set of parents that would have said, absolutely, and she's going to Harvard, and she's going, I would have been. And I could have been. Yeah. Easily. Just as easily as I could have a million-dollar international coaching school. It's just choices we made, and now you've got to make the choice to decide that having my business, being seen, doing what I love, making a great living, all of that's going to come first before I have any more company. Because you, know you know why I'm a hermit? You can, I cannot have people dropping in on me or staying in my house. Or I'm cooking for you and also run my, my school. I work. I put yeah. in a good 10 hours a day. Yeah. I, and I love it, though, Robin. I do love it. I I want to practice my practice now. I was going to tell you, so I got, I was accepted into Harvard Business School, and I was supposed to start June 22nd, and I didn't. I saw And I was that. trying to figure out a way I could pay for the tuition. I was trying to figure it out, and I applied for a scholarship, and I was racking my brain thinking, I can do this. I saw I that, and I was this. thinking yeah. to myself, why is she signed up for Harvard Business Corps? I just want to see if I can get in. I know. That's but, the only reason. <laughs> but you can get in. Of course you could get in. I had an old professor that told me to try because she knew it. But anyway, but I, I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, that's what my do you point. mean? Yeah. I don't, I'm done. Hey, listen. I, I, I'm done. You start making some money, and you get yourself yeah. back feeling like you're a million bucks, you can always go to Harvard Business School on the side, and if it takes you eight years to complete something that might take someone else one year, enjoy the journey. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to just have fun now. I think I you should play. just go outside, <laughs> walk barefoot in the grass, get yourself a nice chai tea. You should lay back on the grass and look at the sky and daydream, yeah. have a little nap. Um, yes. Read a good book um, and start mapping out the Robin Show. Thank you. I'm going to write that down, mapping out the Robin Show. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, Robin. I love you. I'm, I love you. I'm, I'm so happy that you've graduated. You did an amazing job. You're a you. really bright light in the world. Um, keep shining so big and bright because, you know what, women need to see other women that can just show up in their just woman energy and unapologetically so that even if they only have like 20% of what you got going on, they feel mm-hmm. like they can at least share it and, and do it with confidence. So yeah. you just keep being you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for calling in today. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you to everyone who called in today. I know I see someone else on the line has raised her hand. I would love to coach you next time. Make sure you mark it in for uh, the first Friday of September. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Are we already talking about September? I can't take it. All right, ladies, have an amazing, I guess, month. Uh, For those of you that are in the school, I can't wait to see you. We get started September 8th. We're coming back for our brand-new Empowerment Coach Certification. We start September 8th. I would love to be able to support you. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Have a great month. 
and uh, stay safe and have some fun. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.